Scott, the commissioner of the National Hockey League, Bob Stoffer, with you, along with uh, uh, Jack Michaels, along with Gary. And Gary, uh, these are the challenges that we deal with in this game once in a while, and you can't let it take away from it. We're talking about who's got the advantage from a team perspective, and we just want to get the game off at this stage, but maybe an update as to uh, where we're at right now. Well, when you take a hockey game like ours outdoors, it is the ultimate reality show. And you would think a beautiful day would be perfect. I mean, the temperature's great, uh, but the sun's a problem, and it's a problem on two counts. The first is you don't want glare in the player's eyes. It can be dangerous. And secondly, too much sun on the ice will melt it. And so we've got to wait till the sun passes over a little further. The cloud cover has been intermittent, uh, which was part of the challenge because we were trying to get a handle from the weather people as to whether or not there was enough cloud cover to allow the sun to move far enough, and there wasn't. And if you look down on the ice now, you can see there are areas that there's just too much glare, and that's with the blankets on it. You take up the blankets and the light starts reflecting off the ice. Impossible, unsafe, so we're going to wait. And the fans here have been patient, and it just leads to the anticipation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gary, you've been through enough of these. I mean, this is number 19 now, and, and you had some delays in Philadelphia in one of the games, I believe, at Yankee Stadium. So, And actually, the longest delay we had was in Pittsburgh when we were supposed to play in the afternoon, oh, and it rained, right. and it went under the <laughs> light. And, and, and the classic in that story is the weatherman kept telling us, and a quite note, uh, this particular weatherman, at 8 o'clock, it will stop raining, it'll be perfect, it'll be crystal clear under the lights, and at 8 o'clock, the skies opened up and it poured. So there you go, that, that's the ultimate test. But I guess what I'm, my, my greater point was that at this time, you have ploys in place, this is this is nothing new for your office, no. your your league to deal yes. with. It's relatively just a minor bump in the road. It, it, it's really just, it, nothing's ever routine, but we've been through the drill enough. We know the points that have to be focused on. We know the drill, so to speak. We've been to see the coaches. They know what to expect. The players know that there's a little bit of sitting around, which isn't ideal, but it, it's part of what you, uh, if you will, bargain for potentially when you play outdoors um, and again that's part of the intrigue and unpredictability of this event Gary you know the Oilers held the first one back in 2003 and I remember doing our boy was it cold it then. was cold it was and, and that was a case where I think if it was <clears throat> excuse me a degree or two colder we weren't going to be able to play right. because there were some health concerns. In the old cold air in the lungs right. or something. And, yeah. and the ice was, was much too uh, brittle. But brittle. it seemed like, and I recall this because I was doing the afternoon drive show at the time and we were getting guys on from out east all ripping Edmonton for this crazy idea of playing an outdoor classic in, in Edmonton on November 22nd. Uh, and it's developed into obviously the winter classic as well as the heritage classic and, and that's been and a that, huge boom for and that, if i remember correctly it was a long time ago um it was a long afternoon because the legends game was played Same before day. the uh, the real game and so people were out there for five six hours 
well no fueled. problem. Well fueled. <laughs> well, very well fueled. Hardy Edmontonians. What goes in when you, when you hold one of these Heritage Classic events, Gary? What goes into it behind the scenes in terms of your office working with the host team? Well, we we obviously want to coordinate our efforts with the host team. <clears throat> what we're going to do in the community, how the tickets are going to be sold. Uh, making sure that season ticket holders and, and sponsors are taken care of. But the actual logistics of building the rink and putting it in is, is our people uh, who, you know, we own a couple of these rinks now because, for example, on January 1st and January 2nd, We'll have back-to-back -back outdoor games, and obviously you can't use the same ring twice in that short a period. Uh, but the, the mechanics of doing this uh, is NHL hockey operations and events and a tremendous group of people who work tirelessly. Uh, somebody, I think Mark Chipman, uh, the owner of the Jets, was telling me one of our people from hockey operations or from events said between this event and the World Cup, that person had been home one day in the last two months. Uh, but these are people who are passionate about what they do, take great pride in their work, and are dedicated. And they've refined it because you don't really hear about the ice so much from the players at all. It's almost immaterial. It's it's basically a regular season game. From uh, I occasionally hear more about ice in some of our buildings than I do out here. <laughs> I, I want to ask you this, uh, and we did have you on our show a couple weeks ago in Edmonton and talked about Rogers Place and the new building, and you, you know you you denied a significant part in that role. So very modest of you to suggest that, but the help of the game. I, I deferred. I didn't yes. deny. Okay. <laughs> well, you definitely helped. Deflected. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the Oilers are going through a little bit of a rebirth. Of course, they got lucky with the uh, lottery getting uh, Connor McDavid. That helps. But just the, you know, the, I know Edmonton's going to want another uh, Heritage Classic. But just a quick thought on maybe where things are going for Bob Nicholson and Daryl Cates and the Oilers organization. But there's no question that Edmonton can host league events and we'll be happy to go there it's actually interesting i would think that they might want an all-star game before another outdoor game because another outdoor game means you're taking a game out of the new arena yes right and so well, that sounds I, like a great idea to me no, no, but my only point is i'm not sure there should be a rush for an outdoor game i think i think people should be enjoying uh, roger's place because it is spectacular when are we hosting you for the first time up there uh, we want to get you in there yeah no i'll be in there sometime in the next couple of months i unfortunately i couldn't make it uh for the opening actually we i could have obviously scheduled it differently uh but the choice was my availability or wayne gretzky's and daryl and i thought it was better to have wayne there <laughs> well that's understandable and, uh, taking off the cover that's right that's right and i guess we'll leave you with this and and don't let that deceive you oh, there's no, plenty no. of time to still go we've got to get the covers up then well, we perfect. have to Warm up, Frank. We got him for another hour. He's just no, says. no, no, no. I just you, you made it sound like let's get off. We gotta oh, no. give the lineups. No, I, but speaking of the lineups, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. In some ways, this Heritage Classic is reflective of what's going on in our game right now. A, a bunch of young stars on both teams that have kind of set an early season pace. It's been very exciting for everyone. Well, it, it actually the focus on the young stars I think started in the World Cup with the. North American team, which took everybody's breath away. Uh, what, what I think you're seeing now, kids who are 18, 19, 20, they started learning the game 
after we changed the rules and we had better competitive balance and we opened up the game a little bit more than a decade ago. So they didn't learn a grinded out game. They learned the speed and skill game. And that's what I think you're seeing with all these great kids. Well, we saw that actually, you know, the other thing, you know, I recall 84 and 87 after those Canada Cups, players that played in that event came out firing as well. And yeah, I think absolutely. Huge benefit to them as well. It's all good. See, so, but look, look at the rink. You see the way the sun is on it? Half of it, you can't play like that. It just would be too too unsafe. But what you're hopeful is over the next 40 minutes, the, the, the ice sheet it, then becomes encapsulated in the same daylight. And, and as long as the earth continues to rotate, that should be the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the qualifier. There we, 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 well, yeah, we, well, we need the earth to continue to rotate. If it doesn't, we've got other problems, and it won't be about this game. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks a lot for coming. Great to here. be with you guys. I look forward to being with you again in Edmonton. I right, look forward to that.